0: Hi, pals. This has now been rebranded as the Mobile Mentor Podcast, so bear with us through the Brand, Mind, Body, old branding. All content is just as valuable. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Brand, Mind, Body podcast. I'm Alex Blanks. Feed your mind and body right to make yourself into a better brand. Everything is a brand nowadays, even people. What we do, what we say, the choices we make, and how we behave, and these shape how we progress through life. So it's time to do some work internally and make ourselves into personal brands we're super proud of. Happy listening! Hello and welcome to the Meaning of Life episode, Chats with My Mum. This episode is heavier than other episodes, albeit very invaluable and insightful. I would recommend listening when you have more time to concentrate rather than doing something else because it is quite thought-provoking. I think the Meaning of Life is quite a pressing subject right now due to the the current climate and the sign of the times society is kind of going a bit of a rejig um and millennials so people of the ages 20 to 30 are kind of straddling two narratives based on the old systems and the new systems coming in so i think with that uncertainty and a lot of change and uproar and disaster there comes the questioning of the human condition so in this episode we highlight these different perspectives um lots of interesting ways to think about life and what can contribute to a meaningful life um, and basically illuminate that there might not even be one. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Brand Mind Body. Um, This episode I'm with my mum Linda Gold and we're going to be discussing the meaning of life. So first I'm going to start by asking mum to introduce herself really briefly, uh, a bit about her, describe her person and her background.
1: Hi, I'm Linda, Alex's (laughs) mum. Quite a simple soul really, 61, um, recently retired two years ago, was a fitness instructor and that was my favourite job of all in my life, yeah, absolutely was. loved it, um, took me a long time to get to that point, I did various office jobs over the years but nothing really um, floated my boat so to speak, but that one, absolutely loved it and met some fabulous people through it, so recently retired mainly because... Um, body wouldn't take the pace really of or the amount of classes and things but I do classes now I go to a gym and I'm at the other end of the scale and uh, yeah that's it really for now. Cool and
0: you were born in Barnsley in Yorkshire and moved to Brighton when you were 21.
1: Yeah that's right moved to Brighton with a boyfriend at the age of 21. And <laughs> now you're Sussex based. Yeah. Awesome. West, West Sussex it was East Sussex now West Sussex so i not moved very far. Rep in Sussex. Yorkshire gal, um you can probably hear that from my accent
0: (laughs) okay so to start off do you think there is a meaning I've started with like the meaning of life let's
1: discuss it but like you might not think there's a meaning I know there's so many different thought schools around this no I don't I just think you've got to live your best life and be your best self um I don't think there's a hidden meaning out there everybody looks for it but no I don't think there is I think you've just got to live a very You've got to be true to yourself, basically, um, and throughout your life you don't, you never are, till you get older then you realise you are, you should have been, so no, I don't think there's a hidden meaning out there. It's just more like, you think, being truth to yourself, that's like, possibly being true to a personal yourself treat, treat other people how you would like them to treat you, I mean, very simple and a good old philosophy, but no, I don't. Did you um,
0: kind of think about this when you were growing up? Were you ever like, oh, is there a meaning? Or were people around you ever questioning? or Was that kind of a thing that people did? You I don't know, think so. Did?
1: Not not when I was growing up, no. I mean, I come from a very simple background with my parents, very hard-working Yorkshire people. No, they just took things on face value. This is how it is. You get on with it. No, I mean, there were many questions asked, but no, not really. Not like that. I don't think things were thought so much in depth. They were happy with their lot. But it's a different generation, different moving times move quicker now.
0: Why do you think people didn't really question back then? Or why oh, didn't, beyond, like, I have to go to work earn money? but then did they, would they ever think about, like, perhaps what I would like to do and why? Why do you think there wasn't that another well, layer of asking why
1: they would get up in the morning to go do this, or was it just... I can only speak for my family mm, back then, yeah. so from that, there, obviously there's always people who will be go-getters and doers, um, but certainly not in my, my uh, family, no. They were just, they were happy with their lot. They didn't... Um, I think the first time I ever went, they ever went abroad was when I was 18 because they'd never even thought about doing it. Mm. I kind of cajoled them into going, but no, I think they were happy to get up and do whatever. It was simpler times and poorer times, especially where I lived. So, so maybe
0: it was because there was, because life was simpler and there was less out there to kind of... maybe the less that you knew that you could experience, maybe people didn't question that as much. Yeah, there
1: there wasn't as many opportunities. There were opportunities, but not like now. There's so much out there. Mm. And people will want to experience as much as they can now and get out there and do it. or oh, they feel they're missing something, FOMO. Yeah. Um, we never had that. I never had that even growing up. Never felt as though well I was missing mm-hmm. anything.
0: I think that's a really good insight from listening to kind of how you grew up and you being so satisfied and humbled by just every day going out, doing simple things and, and the joy in those smaller things because mm-hmm. maybe you didn't know or you didn't have access or there weren't as many opportunities like as
1: there are now. No, possibly. I, I went to a grammar school... Um, the top grammar school in our area and um it was it was weird because none of my n- nobody I knew we went to grammar school everybody just went to what was deemed as a comprehensive then and uh, yeah it was like my mum and dad were shocked that I wanted to go and um why yeah yeah they were why, well, because I, kept, it was because a... I wanted to, it was a top grammar school and they thought oh it'd be hard for you and this you know oh, so okay. it was more out of concern oh, okay but yeah I remember them saving their every last penny to get me the uniform and yeah, I was like, I felt so proud. They were proud of me, but it was like, ooh. So it was out, out, out of the norm. I was, it was out of the norm, yeah. yeah. For, for around our area, not everywhere, but just around our area. Yeah, yeah,
0: so yeah. I was very proud. Okay, I guess and, those those choices where you would kind of like veer off kind of what everyone else would do, would be that would be seen as like, ooh, questioning almost in your actions or like trying to do something different?
1: Yeah because well me. I didn't I didn't want to go to university but the opportunity didn't even present itself for me to be honest with you. Their mom and dad needed some money um and I just went straight to work. That's what most people did then. I mean there were obviously there were I say most people that's not true. Yeah. A lot of people just went straight into jobs to follow either their mother or father's career. Or I just went into a job to start earning money to help them out. So yeah. my first job was 15.
0: And when you were growing up, or even like in later life, like if you think about to like the last ten years, did you ever have anyone you looked at you were like they kind of someone you aspired to be, or any role models growing up, anyone that you looked at and you were like, oh, they just really epitomised for me like something great.
1: No,
0: you no. never looked at never anyone. Never looked
1: at anybody and, and wanted their life instead of mine.
0: Not like wanted their life, but no. you, someone you meet who really inspires you, or like you're they. like. What a great person to be around! Anyone like that?
1: No, I, I don't. Not at that age. No, not at all. And not I even just...
0: like in later life, still the same.
1: No, I don't. No, not really. No, I don't look at anybody and think I want to be like that. No. So I, I haven't got a person that I would deem as a role model for me. No. So do you think you um? Where do you think you got your kind of like
0: understanding of the world most from? And like your values and stuff.
1: I think a lot of my values are quite old-fashioned that I get from my parents. Well, old-fashioned old-fashioned values that I get from my parents, but I think so many people still hold those values, um, like the simpler things in life, looking after people, looking after your family. I mean, throughout your life, you tend to put friends before your family when you're young because that's how it all works. And mm. It's not till you get older you realise just how important your family are. But you're good friends. I've got some brilliant friends I've never... I've kept friends throughout all my life because I value those, the people that I spend time with. I value otherwise I wouldn't spend time with them. Mm. So there's very few people that I've met through my life that I've got got rid of, if you like. A couple, uh, and a couple have come back into it. But my values are just, as I say, I keep saying this word, simple, they're easy. I don't want anything massive. And I just want me to be happy, my family to be happy and enjoy generally what i do but i want to do it on my terms i just want to do what i want to do when i feel like doing it i don't want people telling me what to do mm. and thinking thinking they know what's best for me as well i don't know if you deem that as a value would you i don't
0: know but yeah probably is do you think you then got i guess you got most of those from friends and family then throughout your oh, yeah. when you kind of perceived i guess formed your idea of the world then most, mostly family but main like then friends and then the the friends that didn't, like, kind of serve you, you kind of, like, I guess deleted from your life because they were just not really right.
1: It Sounds a bit cold, but... No,
0: um... well, I think it's a natural thing. Like, you can't give your time to everyone, and if they're time suckers, yeah, and
1: they're, exactly. like,
0: not really giving you anything, and you're not able to give them anything, it feels a bit like for the sake yeah, of it, you know?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't maintain that if they... Yeah. Yeah, if it didn't fit in with what I felt was a, mm. a good friendship, you're just going through the motions, then what's the point? I do always believe in people having a second chance, sometimes even a third, but and then after that, no thanks, bye then. But, um, yeah, I forgot what you were saying Now, you <laughs> was just asking um, where you think you got most of your values
0: from, but that's um, fine, I think um, we have probably tied.
1: Yeah, family, friends, and just living, just being. Some of my values are different to some of my parents, if I'm honest, but the general foundation came from them.
0: So I reckon, how do you, far? I guess it's um, a question I've always asked myself, like nature versus nurture, nurture is like the comes from influences of um like your environment and like how you're brought up and like the experiences you had versus nature which is biological and what you were given mm-hmm. how much do you think those two are at, like influence you as a person do you think there's like a 60 40 like what or do you think it's just all random at different points in your life like yeah i think
1: it's i think it's very random i mean sometimes you think I, i'm a firm believer in nurturing as you know um but i think it's very ran- random i don't know i can't answer that specifically if i'm mm. honest
0: yeah that's a hard one i think that's one that generally Niche. people who really yeah. delve into this topic yeah. like really study cuz you can take like a kid from a really bad background mm. who unfortunately doesn't have enough stability emotionally financially and then put him in like an elitist environment and then you'll see perhaps the result of that coming be, be surprising versus if you did the opposite that's like that would be nurture because the environment you're in and the experience you've had would shape your view of the world. Mm-hmm. Whereas, but biologically, you've got the things from your parents and like yeah. all the traits but, and think like. But then a lot of have. people
1: just yeah. don't get on with their parents and don't like their parents. So no matter what their parents do, they they don't like them anyway. And some people don't like their kids. So I think it's all very very random that and specific to certain times and whatever's going on in your life Mm. sometimes you don't want to be near your family and other times they're the only people you want around you so hard one it is easy ones please (laughs) um
0: have you ever had any really dark moments or bad times where you've kind of like looked for a sign or thought please i need something oh yeah i need a lot of and like what were you feeling in those moments and what were you hoping for i guess because this is where I'm thinking about, like, if we were to kind of look for a meaning, usually it's when the dark times you're like, is there something? Because you really want to believe in something, yes, don't you? Do. you?
1: Yeah, if you're, when, you, when you're really down, yeah. and really low. Yeah, I've hit rock bottom a couple of times, but I've never thought, it, well, you, you think to yourself, is there a God? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I've never been one to pray to get me out of a scrape thinking, because I think that's very hypocritical. Same as I never did get married in church because I don't go to church, so I think it's hypocritical. But going back to the subject, yeah, I've had some dark moments, I've had some low moments, and you think to yourself, well, it's up to you to get yourself out of there, out of the hole, and you think, there's nobody else in the world feeling like this, only me. Yeah. Um, but then when you've had a word with yourself, and then you get some confidence and reassurance from your friends and mm. your family. Friends get you through a lot if your family's young. I had a bad time when you were young, as you know, yeah, mm. with, with uh, divorce. But you don't put it on your kids. You get yourself through it for your kids. So in that instance, it was friends who pulled me through it, and myself. Yeah. So I guess you were, your default
0: would be you have to rely on yourself because you're the only person who really can help yourself as well as with the support of love,
1: and the people in your life. I think ultimately it's got to be down to you. But yes, yeah. you do need crutches. You've got to have people around you who support you, and and sometimes tell you little porkies because they tell you what you want to hear to get you through that part. Yeah. Um, little devices yeah, that even though... reassures yeah, you. Yeah, sometimes you don't need pure honesty, but sometimes you do need a bit of, like,
0: fluffing, yeah. all these combinations of things.
1: And I have one good friend who literally at one point when she saw she saw me through a terrible time and she was telling me what I wanted to hear and after when I got through it she said, I just, want, I just wanted to slap you and say to you, <laughs> come on, this isn't you, but she didn't. And after I appreciated the fact that she got me where I needed to be yeah. by loving and caring um and towards the end of it she told me you got to get a grip and I appreciated all that Pre- appreciated all that then because I needed a tougher stance then so at no point were you ever thinking like um I I need a,
0: something there's something bigger out there did you ever veer
1: and I don't I do think there's something bigger out there than us yeah but I I don't drive myself mad thinking about it because yeah I just couldn't So I'll know where to begin to try and think what it is. It's it's, like how long is a piece of string? (laughs) Yeah, it's um, infinitesimal. Is that a word? I don't know, it sounds great. infinite Infinitesimal. It just, yeah, uh, probably pronounced it wrong, but
0: it just goes
1: on and on and on and on and on. on. So yeah, of course we do. There's plenty of people who actually think there's more out there. There's people who have their religion. There's people who think there's other worlds. There, There is. We can't be the only people out there, out here. So yes, there is something a lot bigger than us, but wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> Do you think that believing in something bigger can give humans more meaning? Yes, yes. If you people who've got their own faith, yeah, yeah, of course it it does. You've got to believe there's something bigger and better out there. To if you have a faith, that's the reason for having a faith because mm. you think it's bigger, you think it's better. And people who pray and believe in their God are, it's 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 marvellous. Mm. It's, it's to have a belief and a faith mm. like that is marvellous. I just, I, my faith in people around me. and
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you then, that's yeah. a nice segue into, do yeah. you have a main belief or set of principles or like a value that you're like, this is what I truly kind of always keep coming back to? If you had like a few lines to be like, that's a strong belief of mine.
1: I, I just really believe in that there's the goodness of people really. There's there's some not nice people out there but I think there's far more good people out there and little things will, simple kindnesses means so much so I believe in people being good to people being nice to people and and vice versa getting that back from other people it means such a lot so yeah I believe in people and and what's in your heart that's Mm. my that's what I tend to follow let's face it if you do something horrible yourself Mm. it's in your heart and you know you've done it and it hurts more than if somebody else does it you know when you've done wrong it's just admitting it so it's what's in your heart whether it's good or bad hopefully mostly good so you find that the heart is a good sort, of like a good thermometer or gauge of your life? For
0: me it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, heart. yeah, you have been a quite heart, closely emotional, like soft person. You're very close to your soft centre, I would say.
1: Yeah, I'm not as typical Scorpio Scorpios as I'm painted. I am quite uh, easygoing. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely opposite to normal Scorpios. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I'm quite easygoing. I love people in general. I mm-hmm. like talking to people. I like seeing people, watching people. I don't like big crowds, but people that I know, I really like. People that are in my life, I really like. Um, and I always like meeting new people too, so... Yeah, I... I've deviated again, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: this is a trait of my mum, which I also learned from her.
1: <laughs> Say
0: everything, and then when it comes to it, you have to shave it all down.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. What was the question?
0: <laughs> life mantras, I think. Um, anyway, um, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, so you, I remember you and Dave discussing this quite often, it's basically treat others how you'd like to be treated, that yeah. is your kind of yeah. principle yeah. belief, right? Yeah. I remember you saying that a lot throughout my upbringing, yeah. well, I guess more so when you and Dave kind of join forces, that yeah. was like something I heard more often.
1: Yeah, well, why treat somebody horribly if you wouldn't want that back to you, you treat people, kindness is much easier <laughs> than mean horrible, I think, so. Yeah, it so is, they're but right, yeah, it's so rare, do you not find? No, 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 maybe it's really. my perception of the world. No, no, I don't. You don't think kindness is rare? People just seem so busy to be kind, but when they are kind or nice, yeah, to me, I get more of that than people being horrible to me. Oh, there's an ongoing situation now. Somebody needs a good slap about being horrible, but it's not. They're just it's out of ignorance, I think that more than anything. Maybe so, it's
0: uh, yeah. Uh, maybe you can see more of the word from the trees than me because of maybe life experience but I find or maybe it's just a result of my upbringing in my in the society now that I see it, it's like kindness is harder to find or maybe not kindness but like I always when I like see or someone's really kind to me I'm like wow that's that really means a lot and something that's really beautiful I've seen someone do in the street I'm like whoa that's yeah. rare yeah. because in like my experience of life it's just kind of like survive get your shit done and then you tickle your responsibilities off and then you're exhausted by the end of the day you haven't really have time to think about actively pursuing making someone else happy it, yeah. you have to
1: kind of go out your way a bit more i don't know Maybe i think that's because that's down to a generation thing again i think um you can correct me if i'm wrong but we we're slowing down now so our life's slower pace mm. everything we do is you've got time to appreciate a little bit more your your life this generation it's all charging around doing this there's so much more demand on you Mm. but also there's so much more demand you put on yourself that you want to do this that and the other that's out there let's go and get it that's out there so a lot of time you ain't got time to focus on anybody else only your wants and needs without Mm. being that sounding awful you've got you've got so much to cram into a day or into an hour that maybe you can't see beyond that but yeah we can because we now live in a slower and I you, obviously you, you would remember a kindness more so would I but I do see it and I don't have a, a lot of people that um bring a nasty side into my life at all so like you say but if you see a kindness it does stick out in your mind a lot and you still think well but I think we we get it more because we're slower we can
0: see it more and I guess I think you're at a stage where you're more select with your the, the time you give out to people, so the people you do meet or interact with or, s- or you come by are a certain t- calibre of people who might tend to be more kind. Whereas if I, I'm in, I guess, let's say public transport, I'm more, like, 3,000 times more likely to meet so many people who are quite disgruntled or angry or actively not kind versus people who are kind in my day. Whereas I guess in your day you're like, oh, I meet very pleasant people when I go to the gym or when I drive out.
1: Well, maybe, maybe it's that as well. Well, again, I'm gonna. Get, well, I went to London a couple of weeks ago. Too, you know, when Liv was in hospital, and mm. I said to Liv, then, "I met some lovely people in London talking to me on the buses." Oh, that's really good. nice talking to a, a lady who was sitting next to me and talked to me all the way on the bus. I met a couple of ladies at the bus stop chatting to me in the hospital. Everybody I met talked to me. I met the man in the um, little newsagent. So kept popping in for an ice pop for Olivia's mm. to sort of her throat. And he made friends, he kept saying to me, you're here again, everybody I met was really nice. And I hadn't expected that in London because it's so fast bobbing. Every shop I went in, I had a conversation. That's a really nice
0: experience for you.
1: I know. And maybe I it's just always... you and your
0: outlook and your energy that you're generally like life's I rosier I just, than me because I'm like just life's smile. life's quite difficult. Let's push on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I generally just smile at people and I'm you know not not in a weird sort of way, <laughs> not in a like nice <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in a weird sort of way. But I, I said to Olivia at the time, I can't believe the amount of nice people I've met over here because I expected everybody to be rushing by without giving you a second glance or a thought or anything. But even in shops. I like that. Yeah. I'm really
0: glad that, that your perception of London is kind of getting rosier, because I know that it does have this hard, gritty mm. personality. Of course it does, yeah. Underbelly, as I Under like to Um, Okay, so that was a really good discussion, but just veering back onto the life <laughs> meaning, um, I really like that one though. Um, any big memories from your life that you can describe that made you feel a sense of purpose, or like you were just kind of like, oh, I feel I'm exactly where I'm meant to be at this time, it feels good. Any like, aha moments?
1: A long silence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tumbleweed <laughs> rolls across the carpet. We suddenly have a cat uh,
1: at the door. <laughs> places, but um, times, but exactly where I want to be. Those I'll moments, look, those moments I'll where look, you're just like,
0: this feels like everything is where it's meant to be. I don't know if there's a right word for that sensation, but it's that like, ah, oh, this is great. What I'm doing, where I am, what's around me is really great right
1: now. And can you describe that? Well, where we are now because i've always I've always been a townie and I fought off moving out to country, although we're not country country we're on the edge of countryside mm. and I love it because it's quiet, peaceful, surrounded by greenery, and it feels that this is good good for me. but I felt that when I moved to Brighton as well from a very small town up north, and I felt that was the right place, and it was for that time because it made me a more outgoing person then because I'd lived in small town mm. gone to what I deemed as a big town which it was in comparison and gave me a lot of new experiences and made me grow up an awful lot quicker than if I'd have stayed up north in a small village so you so say
0: those moments are place they were place
1: orientated people orientated Was obviously when I had you guys, babies that was another um, moment they were momentous times having mm. you two in my life to look after so as you know I love having something to Mummy and look after your natural role is to be a nurturer that's uh, maybe that's your thing yeah, yeah but then when I worked at a nursery for a while I hated it so maybe not, <laughs> not other people yeah. <laughs> there's that
0: it's like I know my boundaries you know,
1: I'm, I'm, that's a hard one Alex I have to come back to that one because I haven't done massive amounts with my life as in you know made great big impressions but the people that mm. um I've met they've all this is because I sound big headed. They've all loved me and lo- loved me in their life, yeah. so and that's really important that I've kept every friend that goes back for years and years and years. Again, going back to friendship. Yeah. I guess also another thing was getting into fitness, teaching it because I've always loved it. That was I knew that found, was what I wanted you to you be You found something that you were yeah. like,
0: wow, I loved this for a while, yeah. but now teaching it gives it like another another
1: layer. Rewarding, yeah. so rewarding for me, um, yeah. Because doing it and teaching it, two different things, but loved it. So that's like a, a kind of passion versus vocation
0: kind of where they, those two meet. Yeah, I don't know meet. if I've ever
1: really had a true vocation. I've never found it. But makes later sal- on... Makes me sound really boring, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I think timing's everything. Really boring. Timing's everything. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say that was really pivotal to that moment? Uh, anyway, I'll move on. Um, how would you describe the differences between how your generation and my generation in terms of our outlook on life I guess you probably only have me and Liv to go by but I guess there's still some evidence in that
1: well and other people's well, my yeah, friends yeah, kids, and true, that, other kids, yeah I mean but once again you and Liv are totally different to some other of my friends kids who are quite happy to stay at home and have what I will call um it's not smaller lives smaller experiences you guys tend to want to go on well, you especially want to go and bite off a bit of every cherry, don't you, and try it all, you want all these... I love that. (laughs) Bite it all and then decide, I don't want that bit, don't want that bit, don't want that bit. But some people are still quite happy to um, live a less outgoing life. But um, yeah, I think there's so much out there you're one of those people that wants to go and try it all and try as many experiences as you can we're quite happy with our lot I think that is the main difference difference Mm. is that we're quite happy where we are now in life had I been born in this generation your generation who knows I might have been like you but you're you're a roller coaster riding yourself anyway you are that roller coaster do you think I would have been different though if I was born in your era yeah possibly yeah yeah because yeah possibly because the, the, all, the, all the things weren't out there so yeah. you'd have had to be slightly different yeah you'd have still been a roller coaster but a smaller one <laughs> you're up and down and everywhere yeah yeah i'd say um
0: yeah navigating i think my uh driving force is that like i just want to make sure by trying everything so then i can kind of like whittle down like the the nose well that's and I'm, I'm just scared of like oh you... man i don't want to get to like 50 and be like I should have tried singing you know <laughs> whereas at least if I like, tried singing definitely didn't make me feel good that kind of thing then I know I think there's a sense of I need to know in me like yeah. with, I think you said this to me ages ago when I was growing up you were like you always like have to know things or like you always want to be like the
1: know-it-all kind of thing oh, no no like, not 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 it all no it's just that you chase everything mm. you chase everything and then when you get it it's not what you wanted and you think nah I shouldn't have chased that you have you have a massive fear of missing out mm. there's only little pockets of your life where you're content otherwise you're like a whirlwind cleaning out and doing yeah.
0: I think that relates to what you just said which kind of flared up a thought in me when you said you were like your heart is where you gauge what you really love and what you want to do yeah. and that makes you happy whereas I think for ages for me I was living in my head yeah. so my head was like this will be fabulous and then when it got there <laughs> my heart was like yeah, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> so I think I've, I guess in the last few years, I've noticed that my heart needs to take a bit more uh, of a priority over the head because the head really drove me to places where I was like, man, it doesn't yeah. feel very good that's now.
1: That's the brain's job, isn't it, really? Yeah, that is the job of it's getting brain. the balance between the head and, yeah. the, and the heart, i found. A quote the other day, I said to you, life's a balance of holding on and letting go, and you can apply that to most things in your life. Yeah. yeah, just, just like that, that scale and that tension between yeah. I the two let go extremes. Of this? Yes, should I hold on to this? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, you have got to get that balance. Any Some... tools for that? Any tools? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> no, no. You just get there eventually, and you're under your own steam. Mm. You will get there eventually. You're you're calmer than you were, but you're still mad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mad. <laughs> um, okay. So I guess from everything you have just spoken about, what are like the main factors or kind of concepts that you think make life meaningful
1: well being able to be yourself is is great being happy in your own skin Mm -hmm. who, who you are and not forever judging yourself because you haven't lived up to this you haven't lived up to that you haven't done what that person's doing over there being I don't like people telling me assuming they know what's best for me unless they know me well enough to say they think they know what's best for me but people telling you what to do when you think, well, look at your life, mate, you know, I don't like that at all. Um, and once again, I've rambled off the topic. So I? basically, what concepts and factors do you think
0: build a meaningful life? Um, so not being well, under someone else's reign, sounds like it, you don't yeah, want to be told. I don't, I, not being judged by yourself
1: or letting both, others judge you uh, uh, both I mean you judge yourself anyway. everybody judges mm. their self. but you get to a point where you judge yourself and think actually you know what I'm all right I'm, I'm actually all right so I didn't I don't need to do that mm. um other people judging me I don't well, I, I don't think anybody likes other people judging them um it, nobody's got the right really to mm-hmm. judge another person and tell them how to do it right or wrong your family will often tell you how to do things because it's in their head how you, they think you should do a thing but once again, that's up to you to make that final decision now you want to live and, and carry that through. Um, what other things do you think make life meaningful right now? Being able to be safe on the streets, going out and be, being safe wherever you go. Um, don't know if that time will ever come back again where you think, I can go out and leave my door open. and. Well, I think it's, it's very place-specific you can go right now. There's probably a place where you can go
0: out and do what you would describe as safe, which is like run around the streets nearby your neighborhood. I think there is a time that a place you can. It just happens to be that where perhaps we've been exposed to, or the media we're fed
1: is showing you that you can't. Yeah, but the world's only the world is only getting worse on that, isn't it? And I'm, when you guys go off anywhere, I'm always worried that it's going to be safe and you get there and back safe. I can't spend my whole life holding your hand, but I remember my mom saying to me, "You." You know, you'll always be my baby, even when you're 50, mm. and I might have only been going down the road somewhere. So just being just being safe, um, appreciating everything around you. Because mm. I'm like you, I love countryside and I love the sea. I love nature. Yeah, nature is just marvellous. That's one of mine. Don't give it enough credit. Nobody mm-hmm. does. Nobody no actually does. stops enough to look and see what's around. But just standing in a field when the weather's lovely and just appreciating what's around.
0: Yeah, I think that's such a
1: strong force. Mm. It makes
0: me feel so full again. Like whenever I feel a bit depleted, oh, I oh, always have two solutions. It's go home because you always feel like nurtured and comforted and mm. safe, and it's like you can just be yourself and take off all the all the facade. Yeah. And secondly, nature, where you just kind of I find the strongest thing for me from nature is you just see that they nature exists without any. There's no like overthinking or like there's no judgment in nature. Nature it just, just is. is. It and just I think is. there's a beauty in just being just being yeah. like because everything's a natural we are natural yeah. like elements as well as they but like not they because they don't have a, a psyche or anything but there's something about nature being just like growing and doing its thing without any interruption yeah. and there's no fighting or I don't know I know there are different species but there's I take reference from that because I'm like maybe I can employ some of that
1: well nature existence. has to take over sometimes yeah. to sort man out mankind out doesn't it yeah it's like a little warning like, I'm bigger than you, you know, we yeah, were here. we're still here. We're still here, <laughs> and we can... Yeah. Yeah, we can take over. So, is there any other...
0: Are, are there any other things, or you think that's kind of, like, encapsulated your... Pretty much, unless life? I keep rumbling, but pretty much, yeah. Um, anything you think that humans
1: need to cultivate more of, or just need more of, today? Kindness. Kindness, being, being happy with less. Mm. Um... The same things I've gone over, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think we should laugh more. Laughter
0: and kindness. I think we should laugh more. (laughs) Like, the
1: belly laughs are so good for you. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Laugh until your eyes are on and nearly wet yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. They just, I don't know, There's so much joy and my face hurts and they remind me of, I think it's that link to childhood joy where you're just uninhibited, like, joy. Yeah. And you can laugh, and it's just the smaller things. That's and nowadays, it's like, see. you have to really work to get to yeah. that laughter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Christ.
1: <gasps> oh. Now just read my dream book.
0: Or <laughs> <laughs> <All> that. <laughs> Where mum has crazy dreams that she writes down, that, which are off the wall, which will provide a source of joy for and laughter. later yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone should write dream books. <laughs> um, okay, so looking back now, and taking stock of your life really briefly, yeah. any advice
1: you'd give your younger self, like teen self? probably to be a little bit more adventurous um and other things weren't out there as much but there were things out there and um maybe I took a little bit of too much advice from my parents on oh do you really want to do that um do you think you can Mm -hmm. yes you can if you give it a go you can so yeah be a little bit more adventurous would have been yeah but I don't regret anything I've done No, I think that's a really nice sound don't regret reflection. Yeah, yeah. I don't go back and think I really, really regret doing that because the good experiences and the bad experiences make you who you are. You grow from the bad experiences as much as the good. So no, Mm. uh, just being a bit more adventurous is all okay. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. And um, lastly,
0: what would you most like to be remembered for? And your qualities? I know, this one I threw in at the end, I was like,
1: well, this is going to be another tumbleweed (laughs) moment. Well, just, I'd like people just to say, you know, she was great, she was a great person, and just really enjoy being around her. Just, she was very kind. And once again, I just come back to the same things. She was a really kind person, and she cared about people, and cared about things. That's about it, really. Yeah, I
0: think that sums you up. You're like a little angel. I always, when I close my eyes and I envision you, or when I talk to you about someone else, you have a yellow glow or white glow, yellowy white glow, and you're like an angel or just like a you're a big hug. Oh. That's how I picture you. Oh. And when I went to therapy like a few years ago, they were like, describe your mum, and then I could just these like visuals and these words came up. And then obviously when you describe oh. different family members, you'll have a different visual or like meaning to me. So yeah.
1: Oh, my
0: work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> that's, that's lovely so, so that makes me feel good
1: so I feel that I've done a good job
0: yeah Olivia my sister said that too she was like mum's like this white like glow and she's like this silver for me so you are just this peace the source of peace this mm-hmm. source of like pure love so I'm gonna cry oh no okay let's <laughs> let's change that let's go to a really quick fire question which are easier to answer <laughs> oh I've set my mum off crying she's a sensitive bird <laughs> little chick <laughs> um okay so really quickly these a quick fire. I'm going to give you two and you just say one.
1: Okay. Could you have it better? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Plans or spontaneity? Plans. I'd like to be spontaneous,
0: but plans. Worst thing about being human? Being let down. Best thing about being human?
1: Mm-hmm. Gin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like no, that. No. <laughs> you have to drink. <laughs> no. Um... No, just, oh, I don't know, that's a hard one. Best thing about being human. Tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> Simple things. I don't know. I don't okay. Yeah, no worries. Um,
0: too much or not enough? Is it, are you asking me if... Too much or not enough, just your got...
1: Too much. Night or day? Day.
0: Purpose or peace? Peace lastly luck or fate fate okay thank you well that was our meaning
1: of life podcast I <laughs> hope you're okay mom <laughs> that wasn't too intense no, except i've got one question i need to answer but i didn't answer it but that, you did love. you did a lot no. of good stuff though no give me a lot of good stuff
0: okay well thanks for listening everyone sorry for rambling everyone no it was great um and tune in next week if you like this podcast please subscribe we love you all Thanks so much for listening guys. Check out my blog at brandmindbody.blogspot.com for more of my adventures. Also on Instagram at A underscore blanks and same for Twitter that's B-L-A-N-X. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave me a lovely review. Lots of love!